0: Welcome to the Pinocchio Project. I'm your host, Mitch Friedman. Ideas have consequences, and every day you're exposed to ideas that promise human flourishing. Our mission here on the Pinocchio Project is to equip you to examine these everyday ideas so that you can determine for yourself whether or not they deliver on their promises. Welcome to the Pinocchio Project. I'm your host, Mitch Friedman, joined by Jeff Olson, broadcasting from hot and still beautiful Lago Vista, Texas. Lago means lake. There is still some lake, but unless we get some rain, it may be Pondo Vista, Texas at some point. So today, what we're going to do is we're going to continue and wrap up our little mini-theme Uh, titled, You Keep Using That Word, and this is a little thematic series designed for the church herself. Uh, Our first installment on You Keep Using That Word, I don't think it means what you think it means, was the word grace, and what we uh, summarized was that grace is not a thing, but a person, and grace is to be understood as the person, the gift of Jesus Christ, and all that he has provided for us, and all that he expects from us, including moral purity. And then our next installment, we had part one of You Keep Using That Word, I Don't Think It Means What You Think It Means, and the word is justice. And justice is a lively topic in culture today, and the culture is insisting that the church adopts and imports its definition and expression and practice of justice as to what i would call a more secular understanding so in part in part 1 of our understanding of the word justice uh, we s- said we s- proposed that there are two types of justice that are operational in culture one is retributive justice and the other is distributive justice and retributive justice is the response to immoral or criminal behavior that focuses on punishing wrongdoers individually and the compensation of victims individually. And this is a classical definition that is accurate in its application. In culture today, because of what we've seen through various wrongdoings by police in the George Floyd and Breonna Taylor circumstances, where the obvious wrongdoings by individuals, we have now been told culturally that these wrongdoings are actually the responsibility of groups, whether they be police forces in general or ethnicities such as uh, white people. And these wrongdoings are res- the responsibility of groups and not individuals. And these actual or perceived wrongdoings uh, in history are the responsibility of people in the current moment, meaning that currently, the whites are responsible for making reparations to groups of people who are non-whites in history for the wrongdoings actual perceived in those historical settings. And we dismiss that idea as a uh, inaccurate and actually an idea with poor consequences, because biblically, We are not members of groups individually. We are all um, members of the human race. We are not members of the white race. We are not members of the black race or the Hispanic race. We are all as one race in Adam as a race now affected by the fall and sinners by nature. So to separate into groups, one group being sinful and another not, is to actually violate the biblical understanding of the fall and to misappropriate the remedy that Jesus Christ provides. So today in this episode, I want to move from retributive justice to a word we keep using in the sense of distributive justice, which at its core, the root word is to distribute. So distributive justice in its historical understanding is the role that society plays in ensuring fairness as to the distribution of all the goods and opportunities that that society can afford to individuals based on that individual's right and effort. Uh, we also call this equity. Now, a current misunderstanding and misuse of the term distributive justice wants to guarantee these same Equal goods and opportunities and outcomes to everyone in culture, everyone in the society without consideration for that individual's ability, opportunity, uh, or effort. And this is called equity, but it's actually uh, in classical terms called equality, which means it doesn't really matter what you do or what effort you put out or what you're gifted for or what you're made for because you're part of this society, you automatically can plug into all of the beneficial outcomes, resources, uh, and benefits of a particular society. Now, we would call this economically a welfare state, uh, whereby all that needs to be done is to file and then to receive, regardless of uh, the the output of effort uh, or ability or, or a consistency and con- contribution to the culture. So the goal here in distributive justice, according to this definition, is to remove all the obstacles to my getting what I want from the cultural goods and services. So it may be hard for you to think about it this way, but this is exactly what's at play. This, this definition of distributive justice is exactly what's at play uh, in our current understanding of the abortion controversy. Uh, while it is about freedom uh, for me to express myself sexually, uh, which is a huge value in culture, it's also about the picture of what's required for women to be quote-unquote equal with men. And to be equal with men, women have to be now freed from the burden of their own reproductive system and in order to be free from their own reproductive system they must have complete access at all time to uh, violate their own biological makeup and to uh, exterminate whatever happens in their womb in order to continue to plug in to society's goods and services. So this at its basic core is a denial and a reversal of their created order and the purposes for their bodies. So literally, women are at war with their own bodies and their demand for distributive justice. Now, I'm not going to go any further without reminding everybody that it takes two to tango, quote unquote, and, and men are indeed to be held responsible for their own misuse of their bodies and their abuse of, of women in their lives for the purposes of their own sexual gratification and women now have this demand that they are putting forth and now screaming because that right seemingly is in danger to be free like a man is from the consequences of sexual activity or what they would call freedom we would call in a biblical worldview that that's bondage to a bad idea because if my expression of freedom actually impinges on or denies the rights of a child being created in the womb then we have then seen the actual disuse misuse abuse of the created order and the denial and almost always when we have these demands for our own rights and autonomy you see that the, the victims are the ones who are those with the least power, uh, the ones with no voice, now seen not as a blessing, but an obstacle to me receiving everything that I deserve from society and from culture. So we see, as we always remind ourselves in a biblical worldview, in reality, ideas have consequences that the results of living in a distributive justice model like we've described where regardless of what's going on in my biological reality that i demand my preferred benefits regardless of what it takes all obstacles are removed even even the the fruit of my womb we see that the consequences are dangerously toxic and devastating over time, psychologically, spiritually, culturally, and economically, because many of these poor ladies who have bought into this bad idea are living in squalor, even at the hands of the state where they demand to be taken care of. A biblical worldview, ladies and gentlemen, demands our alignment and cooperation with the physical abilities that we have been given by purpose and design by our Creator. And now we've been told to fill the earth in the origin mandates, both the creation mandate and the cultural mandate. And so when we say you keep using this word, I'm not sure it means what you think it means in reference to distributive justice. Flourishing demands that I align myself and I cooperate with the way my creator made me and what he's made me for in order to live out a life that not just benefits me with peace and security, but ensures the propagation, the perpetuation of the next generation. Uh, Before I close, I think one of the things I need to point out is our demand to have no babies or fewer babies is actually uh, counterproductive to our economic well being because never in the history of the world, in the study of all cultures and civilizations, will you ever see a flourishing economy and a flourishing creative culture that consists of a dwindling, diminishing birth rate. And all statistics show for the last several decades that our demand for distributive justice in order to align ourselves with all of the opportunities that we think are the most flourishing, flourishing ways to live, we've seen that we are now sawing the, the, the limb off the tree that supports us because we will not see a next generation of economic workforce as we diminish so I hope this has helped you a little bit. Uh, I'm certainly interested in, uh, in some feedback. I know this is a difficult topic, and it seems like maybe we are, quote unquote, picking on, on women, and I would just say uh, I, I, I'm a man, obviously. Uh, I empathize, uh, I have compassion, uh, and it breaks my heart to see the bondage that our culture's in, where women have been convinced that to be fully realized as a woman Uh, They have to be more like men and free from all these entanglements, quote unquote, and go to war with their own bodies. Men, if you're listening to this, take responsibility, restrain yourself, bear your burden in ensuring the propagation and health of the next generation. For The Pinocchio Project, this is Mitch Friedman signing off. Thanks so much for being with us on The Pinocchio Project today. If this podcast has value for you, please subscribe or follow. Give us a five-star rating and share. If you have an everyday idea you'd like to submit for us to examine, simply email us at PinocchioProjectPod at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at PinocchioPod, or you can hit the links in the show notes below. Thanks again for listening. And remember, your everyday ideas have significant consequences.